When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hello! Welcome. It is the Friday Lori and Julia show here on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Holly is in for Lori today. Got a good show lined up for you. Bottom of the hour, we'll talk lots of television with the Star Tribune's Neil Justin. We've got Friday Picks. We have got Beat Kazam. Or is it Shazam? It's Beat Shazam. Shazam. Beat Shazam. No, either or. Uh, Maybe happening. And we have, we what? We have a special thing happening at five, so we'll keep you. Oh, you okay. know, sit back and five. buckle up. And you know what they say today is Friday. That is true. Happy Friday. I don't get it. Who is? Well, it's it, yay. It's Friday. Oh, you know, Friday. They say that it's Friday. 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 Yes, that is okay. correct. Oh, happy Friday. Happy gloomy. Yeah. Oh my Rainy gosh. Where, where is the sun? Where is the, the sun? I ask. Yeah. Where are my yeah. two little girls that want to say hi to us, Donnie? Oh, our two little girls that want to say yeah. hi to us? Well, they're right here. We love pink, and we like the fluffy dresses. Oh, Rosie. Rosie and what, what is her name, Grace? Uh, yes, no. Rosie and Grace. Is, is it Sophia Grace? Sophia, Sophia Grace. Grace. Oh, I've right. missed wow, those I little girls. Yeah. Well, aren't they all grown up at this point? Well, Sophia Grace has. Yeah. Sophia Grace has a major Instagram following. Yeah, she's done And she's a YouTube <laughs> sensation. I love really? her. I'm totally off the radar oh, as far as that. Oh, I love them. Okay. And I was looking at um, something in forever, these two little twins on Instagrams. It kind of seems like a day to just look at happy things or listen to happy, funny things. Mm-hmm. And um, forever and ever are two little twins that dress up on Instagram. And they their mother is just... A fashionista, and they always look so cute. They're like, you know, three and four, maybe now. They're oh, so, cute. so cute. But All they're right. twins, so they're probably the same age. Instead of, well, probably. Yeah. I mean, you're Instead assuming. Of, I, you know. what did, you, did you just I, say that? I did. Yeah, I hope you take <laughs> that and, probably and make a button of that. Same age. One would assume. I know it. Here we go. <laughs> okay, good start. All right, well, let's see. Here's something funny that happened at a Waffle House. Um, today and um, something completely different. Yeah, I know something completely different. But a couple practically leaped out of their seats during a visit to a Waffle House in Florida when their ice water came with stomach churning surprise. It was a dead frog. We were served a whole dead frog. So whoever Ooh. was serving the water, it was a bus person gets the water right to the table right away. There's a dead, you know, you just pour it and there's a dead frog in Well, there. I mean, it's a Waffle House, Julia. <laughs> I mean, have you been to a Waffle House before? No, but okay. we have. I, I have. They're oh. not that bad. 
Okay, we, we don't a, have a waffle. Those, we don't have them in Minnesota. I know I've been to them in Florida. Okay. Okay. Well, there you go. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I have yeah. been to them. I know. Crazy. I know. In Florida, it's not a slice of lemon in your yeah. water. I mean, you it's a, a slice of frog. waffle house is where you end up at three in the morning after you've made some questionable decisions and you're it was hungry. Like, it's like where embers used to be. Remember the embers? Yeah. Morning, yeah, I mean, noon. I, Ambrose is kind of, I would say, a little classier than Waffle House. A step up than Waffle House. But but that being said, I do like Waffle House. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, all of that said, it's a good place to eat. So, speaking of Waffle House, I think it comes up in one of the mean tweets. So, Blake Shelton, everyone's been giving him so much crap that he's not sexy, he's not this, he shouldn't be named Sexiest Man Alive. Because he's not sexy and he shouldn't be Sexiest Man Alive. Hang on a second, I gotta grab it. All right, so here is is what um, Gwen Stefani... Uh, posted a photo of Blake on um, her Instagram account. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm ready. And it was hashtag sexiest man alive at people is my best friend. Number one luckiest girl in the world. Hashtag truth. So she's supporting her guy. But here's Blake Shelton reading some of because Twitter just exploded with everyone being mean and doing mean things like Twitter does most of the time. So here is here Blake reading. Yeah. Daddy, can you turn it up a little? Blake reading his mean tweets. Yeah, I'll start it again. Okay. Hey guys, Blake Shelton here, and I'm backstage at the Ellen Show, and I'm just uh, wallowing, celebrating uh, my People Magazine Sexiest Man Alive uh, honor that's been bestowed upon me. And I wanted to uh, look at uh, social media and see what's being said out there by my supportive people. And uh, so I just wanted to read you some of my favorite mean posts. Woke up this morning to news that Blake Shelton is the sexiest man alive. R.I.P. every sexy man in the world who died in the great sexy plague of 2017 overnight. You will be missed. Woke up and saw Blake Shelton is the sexiest man alive. Did a bunch of celebrities die or something last night? Blake Shelton is sexy if you like a guy who's always about to lean in and tell you about a hearty, healthy American dog food. Blake Shelton looks like the dad in a drug commercial where they list off the side effects at the end while you watch him build a birdhouse. <laughs> That's a good one. Blake Shelton isn't even the sexiest man at this Waffle House. There you go. <laughs> Blake Shelton might be the sexiest guy at a San Fernando Valley Country Club turned strip mall, but that's about it. Here's my favorite from Jonas. We may be living in a time of division and strife, but at least People Magazine has united us in our certainty that Blake Shelton is not the sexiest man alive. That is I, right. I thought it was brilliant for him to to read those, you know, because people are saying just unbelievable things about him. I liked it. I like him. Okay. Yeah, but is he sexiest no, man alive? We're not going to even visit that. We oh. already know how you feel about we it. We do. Okay. You don't think so? No, of course no. not. Yeah. He, yeah. We discussed no. this the other day. He's not the man we want to see without his shirt. No. Yeah. All right. All right. But I would if I had to. <laughs> oh, okay. So, like, if, if, times, yeah, if you're if you're at the Waffle House, so would you rather, Julia, would you rather drink the glass of water with a frog in it or, you know, do something with Blake Shelton? That isn't even a fair question. Of course. Of course. It's the frog water, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's it for you. It's a nice little tea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> oh, now that would be gross. That would be when, oh, yuck, 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 yuck. All right. So when we come back, uh, we got a little hanging out at the couch. Mac Lamore. And T-Pain sat down with Andy Cohen last night. Um, 
Gosh, they were just fun. It was a fun night on TV. We'll be right back. You're listening to Lori and Julia, My Talk 107.1. Recently, oh, happy Friday. <laughs> oh, boy. Indeed. Oh, she's going to make it a thing. All it's like day. fetch. It's like Julia's fetch. Oh, right? Happy Friday. Friday. Oh, <laughs> Makes me happy to just say uh, it. It brings a smile to your face. Okay. Happy Friday. Okay, so last night, uh, Andy had in the clubhouse with him, Macklemore and T-Pain, and Macklemore was dressed in what we what is back in style now, but the jean jacket, the faded jean jacket with the faded jeans, with just like a t shirt underneath. The it Canadian was, tuxedo. Yes, I love a Canadian tuxedo. I do too, but it was the faded look. Oh, you know, d- distress, distress. Sure. And then um, T Pain is just all decked out to wearing sunglasses with bling on the side. I mean, he just looked amazing. It was just such a fun combination, those two sitting down. So here's uh, Macklemore, the rapper, talking about, well, he'll explain. Penny H texted, I love that you have a naked Justin Bieber with pancakes over his junk painting. Has he ever reached out to you about it? Have you ever interacted with him about it? Not about the painting, no. Um, You know, I bought it on Etsy as like a white elephant Santa gift okay. that at the end of the night just stayed at my house. No one took it. Okay. Um, I'm very proud of it. And uh, it's become a huge headline. It has. It's like Macklemore owns a naked right. Justin Bieber pancake painting. Right. And it's part of my thing now. Right, yeah. right. That makes so sense. So it goes right above my bed. And um, Obviously. you know, whenever I'm with my wife, intimately I can always stare. <laughs> If I want to control my orgasm, right, that's all. Right. Slow it down, you know. Right, so hold it back. Slow it down. Hold that's it good back. Stuff. That's yeah. Good stuff. yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Very good. What you've interacted with Justin Bieber, but not about that. I mean, to understand <laughs> it's the funniest that. Photo. Yes. 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 Okay. It's the fun- it is the funniest photo. He brought it on Etsy. Um, now, it- this was hanging up at the Waffle House. This is hysterical. <laughs> yeah, and so be. it's a painting, and underneath his neck, he's got maple syrup mm-hmm. going mm-hmm. down his buff chest. All the way down to his happy trail, and this this apparently he has seventies. He's rocking a seventies um, pubes, and right <laughs> balancing on top of the pubes is a black frying pan with a um, pancake on it and a, and a slab of butter. Yeah. Hysterical. Let's note that the pancake is also horizontal. Okay, it's not like it's you know what it's propped up. Right, the it's pancake. propped up like the pancake is having a woody. Oh, it's very funny. It could be yours for $20 because it's still on sale on Etsy. It's very funny. Um, but do you guys, do you guys (laughs) just want to let you know know. if you're interested? Now I know what to get my daughter. I love love white elephant parties and white elephant presents and collect things throughout the years just to give away at them. Okay. This person has a great Etsy account. He has pancakes on all sorts of people. (laughs) If you care to know, it's the painter of pancakes at Etsy. If you're on your computer. (laughs) I love it. I think it's so funny. He was so cute last night. Now here's, um, Here's rapper T-Pain talking about, just let's listen to him. He explains it. Now that Kanye and Kim are expecting again, have you changed your mind on getting a gift? Oh, no, I'm still not getting a gift. No. I, would, I would really love to. I would really love to get him a gift, but you he, feel he's too rich. You, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. What do you get him? You know, right. what do you get the baby that's already got... That baby, it's like you got to gift it a baby. <laughs> you got to bring a baby to the baby shower and just, just drop it off. Just go, just go, go oh, baby, you got to give them a baby. Like that's, it's so legendary. Like Kanye is a legend. Kim is also a legend in, in, right. in every sense of the word. And I just don't know. I don't want to like, 
I don't want to mess around and like belittle them. Like, yes. I don't want yeah. Kanye to grab like what 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 is this? Right. You don't want to belittle <laughs> them with a plushy toy. Well, I feel no, no like at one does. point they said that they don't even want to give gifts to their kids anymore. No, I think you're right about that. Yeah. It, no, you know who that was? Was um, Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But also Kim and oh, Kanye. They did too. Said that they, I think that they said that they at least wanted to rein in the gift giving thing. Yeah. So I would assume that if you go to a Kim and Kanye party, they know their rich is blank. Right. So what are they? You just show you up. You just yeah. show up. Yeah. Yeah. Don't worry, TK. Nice don't, don't worry about it. <laughs> exactly. Um, all right. So here he's talking about, you know, um, he had a beef with Jay-Z. Dan W. wants to know how you and Jay-Z squashed your beef, beef over his song Death of Auto-Tune. Um, we both found out there was never beef. It was miscommunication between camps, and the camps were telling us, and it was kind of like a uh, like a game of telephone, how to, you know, how the message gets a little misconstrued by the end. By the time it gets to me, it was all messed up. And by the time it got to him, it was a completely different story. Then I saw him at a um, uh, after Grammy party, uh-huh. so, and uh, it was it was like, hey, did you also hear that? It was like, no, I heard this. It was well, a well, miscommunication between teams? Yeah. That's very irritating. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, no, it was cool. It was awkward for me because I had two drinks. So that was my first time meeting him. So obviously I'm supposed to shake his hand, but there wasn't any tables around. Right. <laughs> so I couldn't, so I had to like. You give him the elbow? I, I couldn't give him the elbow. I didn't want to do anything because if I tried to, he was going to like hit it extra hard. and going to spill my drink on him. Right. And then Beyonce was behind him, so I couldn't hug her because I would have obviously it was just too much. I, right. I didn't want to. So uh, we kind of just bust yeah. one of those. And, and, and that and, was it. Yeah we, yeah, we scratched that a while ago. That was like, oh, nine. Those are rich people problems. When oh, your people muddle up the communication between someone else's yeah. people when you don't just pick up the phone. That's funny, though. But, <laughs> but I mean, T-Pain was small, the smaller person. And so... Oh, um, fame-wise. Yes, fame-wise. Yeah, yes, power, yes, 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 yes. Now, here he's talking... Oh, he was friends with Michael Jackson. Hey, Andy, my question is for T-Pain. Okay. First. What was the most surreal part about Michael Jackson inviting you to his home? Woo! Ah, oh, man. Uh, yeah, that was... Well, did he invite you to Neverland? Uh, no, I don't okay. think so. Okay, I, I you don't, don't think you so. Go. I didn't hear rides in the back, so no. I, I don't know where Neverland's located, but where okay. I went, it was just... It was definitely five of my houses. Uh, and he... I think the most surreal part of visiting Michael was he said that uh, at, the, at the time, that's right when I dropped the song Bartender with Akon, and he said that is the first physical CD in four years that he bought. Wow. So he went, Man. he actually went himself and bought that physical single, then that's the first one he's done that with in four years. What so did was, you do at his house? Did he serve you anything? We ate uh, plain tortilla chips. Okay. <laughs> nothing on them, nothing with them. Dude bought a man with a glove with the joint going over the joint. It's like, your tortilla chip. And we just... All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. <laughs> like a bag of Tostitos? No, like not a even a, they were like... in a bowl. They were in an all-white bowl. It was the most amazing bowl you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> right. Uh, that was the, that was the, those were the tastiest chips I ever had in my life. Just wow. Kicking it out with Michael Jackson. He had on the uh, Dirty Diana boots. It was crazy. Really? Yeah. <laughs> now he was fully dressed. Wow. Like, he was like concert dressed. Wow. I, I'm starting to think those were the only clothes he had. <laughs> like, not, like not just that outfit. I'm just saying if you open Michael Jackson's closet, it's all concert clothes. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> and one, and one, it actually uh, makes sense. I can't picture him in like a pair of khakis. Yeah. Or you don't want to see Michael yeah. Jackson in feety pajamas? Right. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I bet he had some. Yeah. I bet he had some. And you were mentioning, Holly, this um, T-Pain has his first album out in six years, Oblivion. That's right. And I think from all uh, reviews that I'm kind of looking over is that people are liking it. And he's kind of going back to his auto-tune days. That's with Bartender. That was one of those songs. Should we listen to Bartender? Uh, the bartender. Is there a cl- is oh, yeah. We're concerned about lyrics. I'm sure oh. that you could find a clean version clean of it. But, oh. I mean, uh, but he also, you reminded me, he sang with Flo Rider and uh, our song forever on this show, Danny. Apple bottom jeans, boots with the fur. Was he on that? He sung the hook. Oh, we that looking at her, oh. she hit the floor. She hit the yeah. floor. Next thing you know, she got low, 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 low. Yeah, that's played at every single we, wedding that you will ever go to in the history ever. of ever. We <laughs> sang it every Friday yeah, for a year. But it's such a good song. It is a great song. I And I love it. We might it. have yeah. to sing that today. Oh, okay. That's Turn it up a little bit. Change it up, oh, maybe. We're doing the Supremes today. I know, oh. but I feel like <laughs> apple bottom jeans. Oh. with the fur. We might have to change it, Donnie. Okay. Well, we, we might have to do that. We can contemplate that. We we may have to. Okay, so um the, so I went to the club. Oh, oh I love this song. Put on a fresh white suit and the mini coops hitting on dubs. I'm just looking for somebody to talk to and show me some love. Show me some love. If you know what I mean. Uh-huh. Everybody jacking me as soon as I stepped in the spot. That's T Pain. I like it. The clean version of that. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I'm I glad like there are some lyrics that we could play on the radio. I know. Um, so Sunday night, the AMAs are on the American Music Awards. They're going to be hosted by Tracy Ellis Ross. Yes, who is the daughter of Diana Ross, who's winning the Lifetime Achievement Award. We've got new songs coming up later in the show, and when we come back, Neil Justin is going to be with us to tell us how to get our Jimmy. Fallon tickets for the after show after the Super Bowl. So stay with us. It's Lori and Joy and my tech. Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us today. We've got Neil Justin with us from the Star Tribune talking everything. Neil. Everything. 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 You're just going to, you're talking everything entertainment. Quite a challenge. <laughs> okay. Let me see what I can do. Okay. All right. First and foremost, um, you know how. People should, you can tell us all how we're going to get tickets to go see Jimmy Fallon after the Super Bowl. Yes. How uh, do we do that, honey? Mm-hmm. Well, you can go to, uh, if you go to startribune.com, uh, 
we have all the information there. But basically, uh, there's not much you can do until December 22nd. Uh, that's when tickets will be released. And it's going to be tough based on all the inquiries I've gotten in the last few days. Uh, it's going to be a hot ticket. I know. Mm-hmm. You're remembering all your good friends like Lori and Julia? Listen, uh, I'm going to be lucky if I get it. Okay? Uh, but, you know, there's a lot of other stuff going on, so maybe it won't be as tough as I think it is, and, and it's a big venue. You Where know, people it? should. It's going to be at the Orpheum Theater, and, oh, okay. and tickets for these shows are, are free, but, uh, you know, that doesn't mean it's going to be easy to get. So uh, not much you can do until December 22nd. You do have to sign up uh, to some sort of membership, I couldn't quite figure it out. Oh, so it okay. doesn't hurt to go. Uh, again, all the instructions are at startchabine.com, and you can go and at least sign up so that you're on a special list. But actually putting your name in the hat, you can't do until December 22nd. So you can't do anything till December 22nd. Well, the only other thing you can do is there's an HBO uh, uh, fundraiser called Night of Too Many Stars. That is airing Saturday night. John Stewart's hosting a lot of big names can be a part of it. Uh, the Jimmy Fallon show is is uh, offering up um, a chance to come to the Super Bowl. They'll fly you in, of course, if you're local. You don't need that. I'm going to go somewhere uh, else and have him fly me back. Yeah. <laughs> and it's uh, night at a very nice hotel. I'm not sure which one. And you get to be you get to meet Fallon, and mm. you get to go to the show, and you get Super Bowl tickets. Nice. But you have to donate to um, Research for Autism, which is what the charity is. Um, and the more tickets you buy, uh, the more tickets you get. Uh, the more chances you get to win. The more chances you get, yes. correct. Um, that information on how to enter that contest is also at com. And uh, But obviously that's going to be very competitive as well. But there's all kinds of good stuff you can win, including a dinner with Matt Damon and, and Jimmy Kimmel. Um, I know that uh, okay. the chance to hang out with Trevor Noah on The Daily Show. So there, there's all kinds of uh, chances to, to uh, interact with comedians if you donate. And it's a great cause, and that special uh, will be on tomorrow night on HBO. Oh, cool. Oh, all right, that's good information. That was the one Louis C.K. they pulled him out of, right? Yeah, Louis C.K. will no longer yep, be, be part a part of, of the night mm-hmm. of Too Many Stars. One Too Many Stars. One yeah. Too Many star. All right, so, Neil... You talked about in this week in one of your articles about the, here's Johnny or there's Johnny. Right. Can you tell us about that? I can tell you that it uh, it's coming from Paul Reiser. Uh, he's not in it. But it's another look back at the power of the, of the Tonight Show and, and Johnny Carson. A di- very different age for stand-up where everything pretty much had to go through the Johnny Carson show if you were going to make it in the business. Uh, there was another show... Uh, that has a similar theme that came out earlier this year on Showtime called I'm Dying Up Here, uh, which is going to end up being one of my favorite shows of the year. Oh, really? It's about the stand-up comics, right? It's about stand-up comics in L.A. Uh, Jim Carrey is one of the executive producers. I really loved it. I thought it was great. Um, But again, uh, this show also takes you back. This is more of a coming-of-age story, seen through the eyes of a youngish 20-year-old kid who ends up with a job behind the scenes of The Tonight Show. Um, and it's kind of an interesting, I only saw one episode, and I sort of liked it. Um, it was a little cutesy, uh, but it's got a great performance from a young actor named Jane 
uh, I, I think her last name is Levy or Levy. Right. She was on a show I really liked a lot a couple years ago called Suburgatory. Yes, okay. Um, and uh, she plays a talent uh, agent behind the scenes as well. I also just saw her in a uh, new series that may be airing on Amazon with Glenn Close called, I think it's called Red Oaks. She's a terrific young actress. I like her a lot. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think the oh, pilot's yes. on Amazon right now for that show. The pilot is on yes. Amazon, so it's not sure whether it'll get picked up or not. It's kind of interesting. Um, Glenn Close gets to play uh, uh, kind of a foul-mouthed ghost who comes back to help her grandchildren. Um, and uh, I sort of liked it. Uh, but I think Jane Levy is a real star in the making. Uh, but it, it's... You know, if you're interested in how stand-up used to work, and I'm fascinated with everything about The Tonight Show. Right. Uh, so I was kind of a sucker for it. But uh, if you really want to get a, a sense of, of that time in that world, uh, look back at Showtime's I'm Dying Up Here. That uh, sounds good. Which I really liked a lot. All right. What else is out there that you're liking right now? Well, uh, coming next week, uh, there's uh, some really good stuff on Netflix right now. And there's two series coming out next week that I'm really high on. Uh, one is called Godless, which is a Western, um, and it's very much kind of in the vein of Deadwood. I know there were a ton of Deadwood fans that are waiting <laughs> for a Deadwood reunion. Especially which, we miss all the swearing. Yeah, well, this <laughs> one has swearing, too, and it's got that uh, time period down. And it's got a couple of big names, Sam Waterston's in it, and Jeff Daniels, who oh, is a nice guy. Yep. Well, he plays evil in this, I mean, beyond evil. And it's really fun to see a, a guy who we're so used to as Mr. Nice Guy wearing a black hat. Uh, I've seen a couple episodes. I really liked it a lot. Okay. I think it's, uh, again, people like really gritty, uh, unapologetic westerns. Uh, Steven Soderbergh is one of the producers on it. And, Neil, is, um, is that the show where uh, all the men in the town were killed in some sort of a tragic correct. accident and it's all just the town is all women? No, 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 oh, no, no. Okay. That's, your, that's one of your sexual fantasies, Donnie. Oh, sorry, yeah. I got that mixed up. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, no, a town is wiped out, but uh, no. Um, what channel? I don't know. It's on Netflix. Oh, it's, I'm sorry. And, of course you yeah, said Yeah, the, the other thing on Netflix that was kind of a pleasant surprise is... Uh, remake of She's Gotta Have It. Uh, Spike Lee has gone back and done a TV version. Uh, it's not a continuation. Um, it's, you know, starts to get visit Nola Darling. It's set today. And it is, and, and Spike Lee directed, I think, all the episodes. Um, it's good, sexy fun. You kind oh, of really? forget that Spike Lee used to do, you know, inject a lot of sex appeal into his his movies, going back to Jungle Fever and She's Gotta Have It, and yeah. even some parts of um, Do the Right Thing. Uh, I always remember that opening sequence of Do the Right Thing with Rosie Perez dancing around. Um, this is real sexy, and the the young woman who plays Nola Darling, I, I can't think of her name right now. I'd never seen her before. And it's kind of about, you know, a woman who's pretty sexually liberated, um, but sort of the hindrances that come with that. Um, we've seen that in shows like Insecure yep. and, and Sex in the City. Um, but th this is pretty bold, and it's not for kids. 
Her um, name is Nola Darling. Nola Darling. Mm-hmm. So people who remember She's Gotta Have It remember the Nola Darling in there. And Spike is not in this as he was in the first one. There's somebody else playing Mars Blackman. But I, I thought it was I thought it was terrific. All right. Do you, have you watched Smilf? I have. Do you like it? I watched about three episodes. I did. I didn't think it was hilarious. Right. Um, but again, we're in such an interesting uh time period right now where women are telling stories um, it's we, a we haven't woman. seen enough of in the past and they're sexually frank and um, interesting protagonists that uh, created and steered by women um, you know Pamela Oblin in Better Things, uh, Issa Rae in Insecure yep. um, rather than guys telling women's stories like Sex in the City and Ally McBeal. Uh, these are women taking control and telling stories that are not sunshiny all the time. Certainly, Smulf is, uh, has some pretty dark periods. Yeah, it does. Um, but uh, I think she's really interesting. Um, Rosie O'Donnell is kind of fun as the mom. She is. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I didn't laugh out loud at Neither anything, did I. but <laughs> I, I rooted for her. I liked her. I thought it captured Boston in a pretty interesting way. Uh, I'm, I'm eager to finish the season. I've seen about three episodes, and uh, I liked it. What did you think? I, I felt I liked it, too, but it wasn't anything that I expected it was going to be. Yeah, you know, it, there's just there's a lot of shows right now in yes, that sir. vein. It, yep. It's not the top of my list. It um, isn't. But, it, it, I mean, I, I didn't find it as interesting as Insecure. No, but, that I couldn't stop watching. Yeah, uh, but it, it it's different, and, you know, not every show about sexually liberated but frustrated single women has to be exactly the same. You're right. Right. Uh, so I think some people will relate to this, especially the mother-daughter relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're kind of reminded that Rosie O'Donnell is a capable actress. actress. Yes, no um, kidding. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that is, that's a good halfway thumbs up for it. Yeah, I'd say that's, that's a pretty accurate way of putting it. Go oh, check it out yeah. if you want. Neil, thank you so much. Can you tell people how to follow you on Twitter? Uh, it's very simple. It's uh, Neil Justin, N-E-A-L-J-U-S-T-I-N. And um, and also in the Star Tribune, we love reading you. I'm reading you now. You Now you are? Yeah. I'm <laughs> being, Only took 15 yeah. years. I, I, That's very thoughtful Neil, I'm being, really, <laughs> I'm being honest. Yeah. What, what, what turned the switch? Well, just trying to do a little bit better job. There you go. <laughs> there you go. She's giving uh, it the old college in, try In year you, 15. Yes, exactly. It's never too soon. <laughs> Honey, Thank have a good you. weekend, Thank and thanks you. for your time, you okay? Appreciate okay. It. okay. All right, so when we come back, um, I've got to ask you guys something, um, mm-hmm. and I want other people to weigh in, so we hope you call us. We'll be right back. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. What would the title of your memoir be? So there's a new article out um, about how, how good it would be for people if you wrote your memoir now. Not thinking it's going to get published, but it's a way for you to look at your life, look at your accomplishments, put it all down on paper, think, boy, I've done a good job, or maybe I can do better kind of thing. And so this morning on the Today Show, um, they had the different hosts come up with the names of their memoirs, and they put pictures on them. And so um, Savannah Guthrie has this photo of herself when she's young and chubby and cute, and it just said, like you. And she said she just likes everybody. She likes to meet people. She likes knowing about them. Al Wilkers would be 
Um, there's always sunshine under my umbrella or something. Kind yeah, of it's like a weather, a, a weather thing. Uh, looking at a happy, yeah, okay. happy thing. Yeah. Um, Carson, uh, Carson. Daily. Yes, thank you. His was something about TRL. You know, he did Total Request Live, mm-hmm. but Total Rock and Roll Life or something. He mixed the letters around, mm, okay. and then on Matt Lauer's, they it was really funny. They posted um, a photo of him. On the cover, and his would his his was life's a drag, and it's you know because he's dressed up five different times on oh, ho- yeah. holidays oh, yeah. and, and, Halloween. Right. and drag queen outfits. Yeah. I mean, do you ever? Th- what would you know? And this is That's just hard. like instant. I thought of mine right yeah. away. What is it? What is it? Can we talk? What is it? Can we talk? I know we're talking, but what is the title of your memoir? Can we talk? Oh, I get it. Only oh, a Joan Rivers <laughs> thing. Joan Rivers quote. Yes. Can we talk? I mean, feel like people would say that you were stealing that totally, from John Totally, totally, yeah. totally, totally. But that was the one that came to my mind. That oh, was just one, something about talking. I stole my life from Joan Rivers. Yeah, or I just want to know about you for 20 minutes, and then can you go away? <laughs> oh, well, that's great. Not interested. Go away. Yeah, well, no, thank you. No, feigning interest. No, I like that. Interested. I like not interested. Go away. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm interested for 20 minutes. How about feigning interest? No. ADD. ADD is us. Yeah, I know. But I don't know if people ever, you know, I just thought it was the cutest thing. And, you know, do you ever think, have you ever wanted to write a book? Well, not about my life. Not a memoir. Well, what, well but it would be, no one's ever going to see it. I mean, no one's ever going to see it. You see where this would be kind of helpful? Well, yeah. I mean, it's journaling. It's writing a diary. I think mm-hmm. lots of people do this all the time. Mm-hmm. Do, you do, do you journal? No, I don't. I like the idea of journaling, but the I, actual practice of I, journaling. I get, I get five days in a row and then I'm done. Well, that's what I mean. Like, yep. so you, the I'm idea so good for five days. And then after, and then it's and then, all over. And they yep. six again, feigning interest. I think that this could work for this title think, for your memoir. I, <laughs> and that's about it. <laughs> and that's about I it. I just want to know about feigning interest. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know. I just thought it was, Donnie, do you know what you would want to call yours? He's on the phone. Donnie's taking a call. I know it. I yeah. know it. But you, I what just. Was the, what would the, my title yeah. be? Let's see. It would be. The man they call love. Oh my gosh! So oh you're writing God. a spy novel slash memoir. See, they won't know. <laughs> I did get a suggestion for for your the name of your memoir, Julia. What? And I'm surprised you did not come up with this. Julia's memoir will be titled. Why? Yes. <laughs> oh, for yes. gosh sakes! Please, of course. Whoever, thank you. Just whoever why? called you. Julia. Whoever that's called so in with that suggestion, thank you <laughs> thank so much. You. Of course, <laughs> that's what it would be called. But oh my gosh, I just. I thought it was kind of an interesting, but you're right. It's journaling, and yes. I've threatened so many times. I've started. I've start them all the time. Mm-hmm. It's a great idea, but then the execution of the idea is always a difficult part. The one thing that yeah. I've stuck with all year this year, my one thing, was making my bed every morning first thing when I got out of it. You're doing that still mm-hmm. every morning. Mm-hmm. Every nice. Morning. Yep. Every you let it air out a little. Can bit? you bounce a quarter off those sheets? I should let it air out. Yeah. Well, it airs out at night because my covers are all akimbo. <laughs> I mean, they're they're thrown everywhere. Got like one leg hanging. Out. I do. No, and I can't have my feet Covered. tucked in in the end, and all that kind of stuff is going on. A man called Love, Donnie. Honest. Well, it's it's kind of creative, isn't it? Well. <laughs> yes, I like it, Donnie, because it it gives nothing away. It's a completely made up thing. Who knows if he's actually talking about his real life or not? There you go. Mm-hmm. And I think that that knowing you, Donnie, that's probably what you want to do. Keep them guessing. <laughs> keep them guessing. Oh, keep them yes. guessing. One hundred. Did Holly come up with one? No. Uh come on. How about that? Was weird. 
That was weird by Holly Roberts. Yeah, that was weird. Mm. <laughs> All, right. All right. Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> I just think life is very weird sometimes. And the experience of being a human being is strange and it's weird. And it's. Are you comparing it to the experience of being a cat or some other experience? You know, I'm being a smart ass right now. Of course you're being. Oh, yes. <laughs> I, I, I was taking you very, very seriously, Julia. And I was going to give you a very, very studied and serious answer on so that. What would Lori's be, Julia? If you were, if you were to name Lori's memoir. Me, 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 me. Whoa. That was. Whoa. I, that's a joke. Whoa. You want to know. You want to know what I've always thought it should be. What? Wow. She got a tattoo when we worked together at Carlson Companies in like 1991. Was she went to Seattle and she got a tattoo. No, it was behind her neck uh-huh. and um, underneath her hair. She had longer hair back then. And it was a Chinese symbol. And I said, oh, my gosh. Oh, no. Did she get the wrong thing? No. She get, okay. <laughs> she didn't. But she wanted a Chinese symbol. And I so she told me what it was. And I said, that is not the right one for you. It says beauty, and I always thought it should just say wow. I don't know. She uh, is a wow to me. Okay. Really? In all <laughs> aspects. And, no, but she's just well, a yeah. bigger than life personality. Some things that come out of her mouth, some things about her life. I mean, she. I just think when you lift it up and people say, what does it say, beauty? I think it should just say wow. Did she explain to you why she selected that? That was what they had. I've got one for Lori. <laughs> <It's okay. laughs> wow. This could wow. be this could be Lori's title of Lori's memoir okay. and something she has said herself. Just sometimes it's exhausting to be me. Yes. There we go. I, yes, it's exhausting <laughs> to be me. By now Lori I Bargini. by Lori Bargini, I like that. Or I was <laughs> okay. just gonna say, insert sex joke here. <laughs> no, <laughs> okay, yeah. that is funny too. Just insert sex joke here. Anything, mm-hmm. because that's one of Lori's superpowers, is that she can turn anything into a sexual metaphor. She can. Yeah. yeah. Anything. Anything <laughs> at all. Anything. Isn't that funny? You mentioned pretzel, she makes it a sex joke. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a, there is that <laughs> act, the pretzel. I know, I know. Oh, I, know. Again, yeah. I mean, with the legs. She the... is, oh my gosh. Saying, I re- I, when I first met her, I remember the things that would come out of her mouth and I'd just be like, did you really just say that? <laughs> it, We're still saying that. I, it, not as much. Well, no. I mean, I am still in awe many a day, but I just remember, I just was so intrigued by how off the charts she was compared to me. We were so different when we first met. We've come together more so in the middle. You've had like a, a mind meld. Just kind of how we yeah. dressed, how mm-hmm. we do this, and now we always wear the same thing every day. You know, yeah. it's just kind of... Interesting, but she, I just think, wow, or like you said, Donnie, it's exhausting to be me. Yes, I like that. I like that. Yeah, it has a little ring to it. Because she would say that. So she um, will be back on Monday. Yep. Mm -hmm. With tales to tell. Oh, I'm sure. And discombobulated. Oh, yeah, always. Yeah, so if you want to tune in to the latest sex metaphors or you want to listen to uh, uh, some discombobulatedness, Oh, no, she's hysterical when she comes back because she sits and complains about how exhausted she is. And, we, and yeah. Donnie and I just are like, yeah. oh, you're this play, is... You're, like, I'm playing my tiniest please. violin for you, Lori. Let me bust it out for yeah. you. We it's just a said, Stop talking. We just sit and laugh yeah. like, really? Uh, really? All right, well, um, we will be right back. Um, Shazam is coming up where you can get totally frustrated um, trying to guess names of songs with us. We'll be right back. You're listening to... Lori and Julia, My Talk 1071, streaming live all the time.